0: Have you ever tried to feed a baby a spoonful of cereal or pureed plums that it didn't want? If you have, then you know. That tiny human can be incredibly determined to resist and can do it with the show of effort that is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, seriously, how do they keep their little lips pressed together so tightly? And now you're thinking, okay, what in the world does that have to do with personal growth? Well, it's a perfect example of a reality that carries over into adulthood that impacts every single one of us. And that is that a person has to be ready to receive information before they can really benefit from it. My guest today learned that after being promoted to lead a team. And her story about that, along with many other nuggets of wisdom, is waiting for you in this episode. I guarantee you, if you're ready to receive it, there's gold here for you today. Hey, I'm Amy Barge, your personal growth environment specialist. And my passion is to help you go from living by default, doing without thinking, to living by design, by growing on purpose. Now, if you're wondering, okay, what does that look like really? I'm here to be your tour guide because as someone who has survived the three big D's, death of my parents, a painful divorce and being downsized from two different jobs, I've discovered some insanely practical tips that have helped to keep the gremlin of fear and doubt from taking up rental space on my mental couch. I don't know the exact words your gremlin may be telling you, but I do know this. You're smarter than you think, and you're more resilient than you know, and you're absolutely in the right place if you're ready to give your mindset muscles a workout and get growing. Welcome to the Growing with Amy podcast. Lourdes,
1: welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me, uh, Amy. I'm, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you.
0: Me too. You know, I was thinking about the day that I sat down next to you at lunch at the Maxwell conference and how we had no idea the friendship that was going to develop from that one encounter. And I'm just so truly grateful for that. Like here we are, uh, what, seven years later, both still in Maxwell, both still growing. So yeah, I am really looking forward to this conversation because I know you have so much to share about your own growth journey and people are going to get To learn a lot from you so let's start by just telling us a little bit about you
1: so about me well you know i i live in in chicago i have a daughter a beautiful daughter she's a a sports medicine doctor so proud of her she's in san diego um i i spent in terms of my career i spent 27 years in public sector uh as a, a procurement official chief procurement officer and um but most of my career i spent leading transformations taking a group from that was underperforming to having a seat at the table you know a high performing team and and that really i, I really enjoyed uh doing that um so it, right now i'm i'm actually retired from government and but i continue to be involved in the same area because there's so much variety and i can help so many agencies achieve what i achieved and so so that's yeah i it keeps it keeps me going uh in my spare time i i i try to i love to travel especially with my daughter and i love dancing oh my gosh i love dancing um and also i'm an author i i wrote a book um and it's more technical, procurement methods, effective techniques. And I have a blog and a podcast. So I stay a little busy. My daughter says that that I'm not really retired. I just acquire a second career.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess so, yes. Author, uh, a blog, and a podcast. And then you're still working and serving yes. teams right now. So you're just not doing it in wearing the government hat like you were before.
1: Right, right. I'm not doing it on my terms. So I get to do some consulting, do some speaking, uh, do some coaching and I I mentor a couple of people and, and I, and I teach, I teach leadership within my profession. So yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. We could talk about any one of those things and probably spend an hour and get lots of good nuggets, but I'm going to, I'm going to turn us to the growth part of this. Okay. Um, Although I do have to just, I do have to say one little thing that when you said the part about dancing, I was remembering different times because for those of you who don't know at Maxwell, they have lots of music playing at many different times and more than once you and I have been out in the middle of the room uh, doing the dance before they had everybody (laughs) sit down for the session. Yes. Why waste the music? That's right. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I love it. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, how or when would you say you started paying attention to this idea of your personal growth?
1: You know, I I think this has been a lifelong journey. I've always loved learning new, new things. And I was very... Um, I love school i love learning new things and and so after after i finished um, school i kept reading new things and and every job that that i got presented a new challenge there were things that i maybe i wasn't i wasn't as proficient uh, on so i went to the library i bought books and study myself so I, i kept on that habit so that's, that's really, I, I, it's a personal interest. Um, now this is from the knowledge perspective, from my personal development. Um, I, I think that I got more awareness of where I was at. Maybe I, 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 I can't pinpoint it, but maybe I would say 10, 15 years ago when my career was 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 really moving forward and then i realized that especially in the leadership area when i went into a a leadership role maybe so i guess guess it's more than than 15 years maybe 20 some years i realized that well okay i'm i got promoted but now I can't continue. I need new skills. Um, but it's like that, not being fully aware of where to go and what's the answer. So I, I try to read books and, and go to seminars to try to find that path to where I need it to be. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: No, it, it does. And the even the distinction between you can be doing really well in a career and be receiving promotions and still sense inside you like, uh, there's some stuff here that's not quite there yet. And how do I get that piece?
1: Right, right. And, and it's looking at people that have made that journey and wondering, you know, sometimes you feel like, gosh, can I, can I get there? And you see yourself like really far behind. But when when someone, you know, either pushes you or, or you find yourself in that situation, you're forced to grow and develop those skills. And, and sometimes it's just by doing it, and sometimes it's just by trial and error. Um, and and I'm glad that I that I liked reading because mm-hmm you know, it, it, I passed that on to my daughter and I see her reading new books and, and, uh, and she had a long career, right. Uh, to long study mm-hmm. in, in terms of years, but she continues to read and learn new things. So I, I think it's, um, it's in the genes maybe. So <laughs> well,
0: fortunate for her that you set that example for her At an early age, and I'm sure that's that's paid a big played a big part in you know
1: what she's able to do today.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, when you I I, I'm sorry I I think that it's it's an investment of time, Um, and you don't see it at the moment. Uh, When you make that investment, you maybe not do certain things, maybe watch less TV or do certain things that are really not going to add much to your life, but then you see. The results later on. And then, you know, you look back and you're glad that you took the time, you invested the time to do those things. So
0: I love it that you use the word investment of time because that truly is the reality. And people can think, oh, well, they just ended up there because, like, no, they ended up there because they invested time and energy in the kinds of things that would move them to that
1: place which obviously is what you have done and are continuing to do yeah it is truly a process i think because even if even by reading a book um you can pick up certain things or by listening to someone you can pick up certain things but it's afterwards and you that reflection maybe and you hear someone else say something else and you make those connections and you start understanding well if i'm going to if i want to get somewhere or wherever it is that that i want that that i aspire to be it it's it's really dependent on me and um and there's always work that you need to do because we're not perfect i mean when uh, I mean, you think about all the bad habits that we pick up <laughs> you know, throughout our lives. And and then we have to there comes a, a time where you have to take inventory of that and really learn from it. And, and 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 especially when you have no choice but to move forward. You're either going to sink or you're gonna swim. So hey I choose to swim.
0: There you go. <laughs> well and I what you said about this this whole growth thing being such a process. I mean I talk about this all the time And the word you used about reflection, I think, is so key because, yes, you can read a lot of stuff, you can listen to a lot of stuff, take in all that knowledge, that's great, but until you reflect and then figure out how you're going to apply it in your own life, it is really, it's like, it's knowing it at the head level, but not really at the heart and life level.
1: Right. Right. And, and I don't think that you really learned it you've heard it but you haven't learned it until you really apply it and you go through that process of what what does it take to to behave in a certain way well, what habits do I need to change what are what are what is my go-to my my autopilot right what where is my comfort zone and it's getting inching away of that comfort zone and and there's still, you know areas that I that I that I'm still working on because, again, I I think this process um, doesn't end. You know, there's an, an elusive uh, destination that really <clears throat> is not. There's there's really no end. I I think that's the way that I would describe it.
0: And I completely agree with that. We we've, you know, we've both heard John say, you know, with growth, there is no finish line. And having that mindset that regardless of where you are on the path, on the journey, there's still another step that you can take. And that can be exciting because then you really never, you never age out of that personal growth journey unless you opt out. So, you know, my, my goal is uh, I don't ever want to opt out. I just want to keep, you know, doing it like as long as i'm here
1: yeah i like that opt out and <laughs> and you know there there are um i don't want to become one a, a person that because i'm retired i you know believe that i know everything that i need to know i'm i'm still learning especially from the younger generations mm-hmm. you know it's a great opportunity they have good and exciting ideas and and colleagues you know all ages all ages is you know it's really where you are there's there are different uh ways to look at it where are you in your um chronological journey Mm -hmm. and where are you in your development journey which Mm. could be two total different places right absolutely
0: i like that where are you in your development journey (laughs) that's fantastic so give us an example of where you had a time in your life where you're like okay i need to grow here but i am unaware of even maybe even how i need to start and then you kind of then came to awareness you got in the messy middle and then you figured it out on the other end like take us through that process what what's an example in your life that you've done that
1: you know i i I think i have to um go back to the time where i started leading transformations or or starting a department well i had never started a department (laughs) (laughs) they 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 promoted me and all of a sudden you know i had this position and and people that i needed to be responsible for and and the whole infrastructure that i need to uh, put together and you know so i i i I had to grow and in in certain ways, I had to let go of of being trying to be the expert in everything and trying to do everything myself and rely on on the capabilities of other people and the expertise of other people and through it, I discovered that, other people were better than me in certain areas i also discovered that there were things that i was doing that i i thought i did well but i didn't really enjoy that really just caused more frustration than than pleasure and so i was i was happy to give it up but not knowing that i that that was going to be my reaction and so that's when i started Awakening to the fact that, you know, growing in my leadership, that in order for, for me to be successful and to lead a team to, to a successful place, I needed to delegate and I needed, I needed that room to grow in other areas, because if I was busy with the, you know, with the minutia or or uh, even tasks that were important, but I didn't do need to do myself, and that rep- and that that task represented a growth opportunity for somebody else. Now they have energy because they're excited, and then I have energy and space to continue to grow in the areas that I need to grow to be effective uh, in leading a team, in creating. A uh, a processes and creating uh, systems that will um, be aligned with the organization, will be in compliance with the laws and make it, um, make me effective, you know, and make my team effective. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, when
0: you said uh, you had to learn to let go so that you could delegate for other people to step up because it gave them the growth opportunity and then it also freed you up to be focusing your energy where you needed it to focus and that can be a tough thing. Yes. I think, well, for anybody, but especially as someone who has been tasked as being, you're now the leader and so you think, I've got to do everything.
1: Right, right. But that can actually it, work it to is. your detriment. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, because... You know, when you look at um, in organizations, the person that is generally uh, uh, promoted is their star employee, right? Mm -hmm. And so the tendency is to continue to doing even trying to get even better at doing what you did. But that's not your that's no longer your role and coming to that realization because no one tells you when when you get a promotion no one tells you well that's no longer your role your role is this and define it very well they just give you generalities and they assume that by that because you have the position you already know all of this and and I didn't I didn't and so it it was a a period of of growth um there were some things that I still needed to do myself um but, um but it was an opportunity to also let others shine and and that's also hard I, I and I'm you know from I guess from a selfish perspective it's like okay so you know you you get into this in this to this mode is like if I don't if I'm not shining and someone else is shining so what is that doing to me am I you know, are they replacing me? But but that's not. I learned. I had to learn to first be okay with that, and to see the benefit of that, and to see how you know the 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 joy that the person got. And that's that is e- enough reason for getting that satisfaction, that feeling fulfilled. If if I may mm-hmm. uh, say, feeling fulfilled that you are contributing to someone else's progress so yeah how long do you think it took you to learn that lesson oh man well i i probably <laughs> had several re, ira, ira, uh, iterations of that <laughs> you know because <laughs> Sometimes you don't learn the lesson like the first time, and you have to hit your head against the wall a couple times to say, "Oh, there's a wall right there."
0: <laughs> there's so, that lesson again. I guess I yes. haven't fully learned it yet. It's coming around.
1: Yes, yes. So, so at, you know, some things you learn quickly. Some other things take you a little bit of time because you you get stubborn. And, um, you think that you already know it and, and you don't leave space for the learning opportunity, uh, until you're forced to learn it. So this makes me wonder,
0: like in your, your life on the other side of not working for, you know, the government from the procurement standpoint, I know you're still working with a lot of teams that are in that world, so to speak how 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 do you navigate what you've learned and help those teams to learn that maybe faster than you did or like how are you helping with that
1: well you know one thing that i learned and i realized that by me sharing my experience is not enough people need to be ready to mm-hmm. receive the information and uh, and i think i think back there was a point I didn't learn the lesson because I wasn't ready to receive it. And when the person is not ready to receive it, it doesn't matter what you say. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter uh, how similar the experience is. It doesn't matter how you present it. The person is not ready. and 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 the thing that I learned, you know, and, and I I I'm actually um, writing a book on this is the transformation, doesn't happen sort of in in, in by um, of course you develop processes you implement systems you do all that but the transformation happens in each individual and the collective effect when each individual in that organization is experiencing that sort of transformational growth The collective effect is, was getting to a high performing team because um, the productivity goes up. People are happier. And so you can't, you can't force it. People have to be ready to receive it. You can provide all the opportunities and maybe. Some people that are, that are more reluctant to do that, to to make the changes, they can see their colleagues, their their coworkers, achieving more, and then at some point they're gonna want that, and that will help them move towards that because it's it's like everything. There's a voice for everyone, and sometimes it's not. People don't need to hear it from me. They need to hear it from someone who's closer to them, a coworker. Mm-hmm. And it's more a lot more effective. So so I think that in in sharing my my experience and uh, assisting agencies achieve a certain level of success, really depends. It's a process. It cannot happen overnight. It's a process because each individual has to accept it, or at least the majority of individuals have to accept the change process, um, agree to do things differently. And then is when you start seeing the results. And I'm talking, I mean, I didn't have a lot of time to, to create this 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 high performing team the i think the most i had was like uh, maybe three years and that's not a lot of time i mean think about how we evolve how we change Mm -hmm. and how we decide to adopt different habits that doesn't you know that's not simple i mean that's not doesn't happen overnight so it's it's um it's Starting from that basic, um, process of accepting awareness, I think that's the place to start awareness and then acceptance of, of that, of that reality, right? Well, and you know, when you
0: said that this is a process and that each individual has to come to that place on their own and people because they are so individual it's going to happen at different times. So I guess as I'm sitting listening to you and thinking about people who are leading teams and they're wanting to, you know, grow their team and develop their team, uh be encouraged, it's not going to happen because you flipped a switch and said we're all going to grow now or we're all going to get better. It's over time right. and maybe it goes back to what you said at the very beginning here about this is an investment and you know, for sure, the leadership has to be willing to invest that time. But then each individual has to come to that place on their own. That yes. oh, I might be doing better if I was paying more attention to some of these kinds of things.
1: Right. Well, you know, and and that's hard. That's hard because you know when we live our life uh, up to a certain point, and we think we're doing great. That everyone needs to adjust to us, mm-hmm. and and then we realize whoa there's if i want something different there's something that i need to do it's not i'm waiting for someone else to change and someone else to do certain things differently i need to take responsibility for my actions and what i want to produce in my life and that's that's tough Uh, it's a tough realization that uh, especially when you're an adult and you <laughs> already have kids, and and all of a sudden, it's like yikes! Um, I could do be doing better. <laughs> I need I need to pay
0: a little bit of attention to me here. Yeah. So you you've mentioned the word transformation a few times, and I know that you have hosted these transformation tables. Mm-hmm. I want to just give you a minute to talk a little bit about that and what that has been like what you've how you've experienced it but then also how you've watched people who go through that like what's it been like for them
1: yeah i mean it, i think it's um, more of an awareness because the space that i'm in is is public procurement is and it's uh we have uh, there's like high ethical standards so the values is something that is um it's emphasized In my profession. Mm -hmm. So some of the values were, you know, were not new. I mean, these values were not new to people. It's really more raising awareness. It's not just about what you do at work, but, you know, the things that you do on a daily basis, how you choose to respond to a situation, how you choose to show up. What kindness, or or what what do you what is your response to to someone who maybe needs a moment of kindness uh, or an act of kindness at the moment, or you know what is it that I can do, not just at work, but what I can do in my personal life um, when no one is watching to continue to do to um, to kind of uh invoke and implement these values that are going to make such a big difference in in my life, in in, in everyone's life. Uh, to not only for um having you know, the, the success, but also um having a a more collaborative environment and and having um I don't know. I, I guess the word is kindness, the underlying kindness in, in people and have that come out through people's actions. And that is a reflection of the values that you have. So, uh, yeah.
0: Well, and when you said um that when you have that sense of, okay, these values are important and how do I live these out? Not just at work, but in my daily life that that creates this kind of environment. And mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of creating that environment because I know that when we have certain things in place in our environment, that's really when we can grow and things can get better. So when you think about for your own life, what, what are the things? What are the characteristics of in an environment that you need to really help you grow, what kinds of things do you say? Oh my gosh, when that's going on, that's really helping me to grow.
1: Um That's a good question. <clears throat> I th- I think just having new experiences um and and being being open to the to to these experiences, to new ideas. Um, and and there are they could be little things. Well, I I like my hot chocolate from <clears throat> from a certain place. Well, what if I have my chocolate from somewhere else and try something different, and or what if I you know skip the hot chocolate today and have I don't know a mango juice. It, it, you know, just being um, not being so fixed in the way that. That we do things. Um, I know that there's a certain comfort with routine, mm-hmm. but sometimes when we are in, we, we, especially when I, I love to, to travel. Um, when we travel to a different culture, why am I looking to, to do the things that I would normally do instead of embracing a different culture, different flavors, different, routines just so that i have that experience and and that's one thing that i i have grown on that because i had to have my my chocolate it had to be done in a certain way (laughs) in the morning because i don't drink (laughs) coffee right and but then then i realized well what's what's the big deal and um so i I let that go. I mean, these are little things, but these little things just, just, just uh, put you in the box. Well, um, and
0: when you yeah. said the, the little things, it made me think. And you even mentioned the word that the things that are comfortable. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is when you're willing to stretch outside of what was comfortable that's when you really know that you're in that that growth space even if it is something like i'm gonna have the mango juice instead of the hot chocolate right that's that is a moment of growth and i think i'm glad that you gave that tiny example because and i've talked about this before people when they think about growth can think i've got to do this big thing to grow maybe but maybe it is doing a bunch of those little things where you say you know what i'm I always do it this way and I'm going to purposefully put myself in a situation where it's a little uncomfortable because I'm going to
1: find out something new about myself when I do it that way. Yeah. So I so I have a trick to <laughs> a word that I kind of trick myself to to do these different things. It's like, well, I'm going to be adventurous. And adventurous sounds great. It sounds, it's kind of like a sexy word, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I can, I give myself license to do something different, step out of my routine. <laughs> and so that's, uh, that's what I do. It's like, well, I'm going to be adventurous today. I'm going to try this different dish, or I'm going to try, try it at least once, right? Or what? What's the worst that can happen? You don't like it? Well, it's okay. That's, at least you tried it.
0: You know, when you said that, it made me think about, so I will just tell everybody that's listening, Lourdes and I were recently at the Maxwell Conference together in Orlando and we heard James Clear talk on his book, Atomic Habits. And one of the things he said was the importance of identifying yourself as a certain kind of person. So when you said that, I thought, there you go. I am an adventurous person. So (laughs) what would an adventurous person do in this moment? They would pick to do it in a new, different way.
1: Yeah, I had forgotten about that detail. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. So so yes. Yeah. So, and, and and it works because when I'm in that mode of feeling adventurous, I can try stuff that I would normally not pick exactly and, and miss out on on, on those things. And, and you know, I learned this from my daughter. She <laughs> <laughs> she's adventurous uh-huh. in, in that sense. She wants to try the local cuisine. she's she's a foodie and she wants to um, have new experiences and and she wants to when she goes to a different country wants to see where the locals hang out mm-hmm. and and so um, that's a good quality to have because imagine if you go somewhere else and have the same experience that you had at home then why did you go exactly so so yeah it it's very freeing to 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 do that <laughs> well and what a what a fun concept to think that
0: yes you can do that when you travel but what if you took that same idea and then you applied it to your everyday life and you said i'm an adventurous person and so for today, here's my little moment of adventure or, you know, however you want to say it, but right. those kinds of small steps really can um in open you more to having that growth mindset rather than the fix that this is the way things are and this is the way I always do it.
1: Right, right. And and sometimes um it's just making that decision ahead of time and saying, well, um, I'm going to be adventurous or I'm going to not do this or, uh, especially with like cookies and cakes and, you know, like the unhealthy, <laughs> unhealthy stuff. It's like, well, I'm going to go to this dinner, but I'm not going to have dessert. So that decision's already made. And, and then you want to stay true to your decision. So you end up not having dessert. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I tried that and, and that, that, that works. Most of the time.
0: I mean it is it is back to that and I think James might even use that as an example when you say, I am a person who makes healthy food choices. If you're telling yourself, I am this kind of a person, that may be the thing that helps you to, you know, steer clear of the dessert table and
1: say, Nope, I I am this kind of person. Right, right. You know, and especially when you travel, um, it's, it's unfortunate that, um, in most places that the food is, you know, that you find, uh, right away is, is not very healthy. So I try to, um, to not make those decisions. Now I may treat myself, you know, I might have like a little treat in terms of a dessert or, um, or, or but I, I'm gonna have more salad than uh, the other stuff that is available so that I, I can balance it out. And if I have you know dessert like for lunch, I'm not gonna have it for dinner. there you and, go you know things like that. so yeah
0: so let me ask you this when you think about your growth journey and you know things that you've done, is there a particular book or event or person that you can credit with, this really helped me in this personal growth journey that I'm on? What would that be?
1: You know, I I have, I think, three books that are, uh, that are, that really, that really helped me realize that, i am in control and that is um, smn Thinketh by james allen think and grow rich and uh, psycho cybernetics those three books really opened my mind to to seeing things a little bit different and not you know understanding from a higher level the that, that process as opposed to oh I'm gonna use this technique you know at the intellectual level but it's it it goes to a higher level of understanding uh of why you do what you do and why you get the results that you get that that you're getting. So yeah, I would say those three.
0: Wow and I've read two of them and would absolutely agree with you that it does make you think about it from a completely different perspective mm-hmm. um so for those of you who are listening if you have not read those three i would say go get them Wh- which would you which would you recommend someone to start with if they've not done anything like this and like ooh, that sounds interesting because those are three heavy hitters what would you say
1: uh, as a man thinketh, i would start with that one it's simpler, and and uh, you know, start with your thoughts. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Well, and honestly, when you think about it that way, that's where everything starts with exactly. our thoughts. So that yeah. is that is a beautiful, beautiful place to begin. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I hadn't I hadn't thought about that book in a while, and it's it's a good one. I it's one that I could pull out at any point in time, open up, and read a page. And have something that's there impact me. Yes, in absolutely. Terms of, in terms of personal growth. Yeah. So thank you yeah. for, for sharing that. So what would you say is next for you in your own personal growth journey? Where are you headed?
1: Well, you know, I I have, you know, this goal of um, my I, my purpose is to kind of make a difference and have an impact in the community so that's i'm doing things to to do that uh within the procurement community so um we are starting some masterminds and uh with the uh maxwell john maxwell material in the uh the association that i belong to um nigp and um so next is it's really i want to see the the impact and the growth in the public agencies because that's i know that will translate into benefit to our community so that's that's why i'm still doing what i'm doing that's uh
0: okay i i just like if i had my pom-pom right here i'd be shaking it right now because i love that so much you have had an incredibly successful, amazing career. And yet, when it came time for you to say, okay, I'm going to step away from that, you didn't say, and now I'm just going to go, you know, play golf and eat bomb bombs. You still want to give back to this community that you have such a connection to and a passion for. And just hearing you say those words that you want to see what kind of impact and growth can happen in those public agencies because that will then like trickle down and benefit so many other people. us. that is so
1: beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I discovered that my purpose in my uh, bachelor's graduation. Isn't that interesting? It is. Say more about that. Long time ago. (laughs) And that's when I decided that, because I studied business in my bachelor's and then I decided that I was going to pursue public administration because I wanted to make an impact um in the community that's wow that's it. and, and that
0: and what a beautiful statement that that started then and it has continued and is continuing to this very day yes wow yes wow I I know you're having an impact because I know you personally and heard enough stories, but I'm so glad that you you. had a moment to share that here. And I hope that, you know, somebody listening might be thinking, hmm, how can I have an impact right where I am in my world, in my community, and that some of that can happen because I'm going to pay attention and grow myself because you know, the more you, you you can't give what you don't have. So if you're growing yourself, then you absolutely have more to give to other people. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I I love this so much. This is why I love doing (laughs) these podcasts because I get to hear so many amazing stories and learn about people. And, but I also know that as much as I have all these questions that oftentimes there are things that, May be left unsaid. So, I want to give you an opportunity. If there's something I haven't asked you, or there's just something that's on your heart to share about this whole idea of personal growth, uh, here's your chance. So, go for it.
1: Well, you know, I, I think that um, as individuals, we are setting the example for someone else. We don't know who that someone else is. And we're either clearing the path for them and drawing a blueprint or we're becoming a roadblock uh for them so it's a matter of choice and i mean think about you know uh, i think about my daughter and you know i want to be to develop that blueprint for her and 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 help her get even further um it, or to, you know, other people, the people that you mentor, the people that you coach. Um, so it's, you know, it, it stops being for you and it becomes about everyone else. So. Wow, that is a beautiful way to
0: end this, that we get to choose to clear the path or be the roadblock. And when you when you clear the path, it stops being about you, Lordus,
1: There is a little mic drop moment right there. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, and this has been fabulous. I I, I really appreciate the invitation to be part of uh, your podcast, and um, and uh, it's been you know obviously a pleasure, and and uh, I. You know, have a lot of respect for you. Uh, you know, as a person, as a professional, and um, you know, thank you for the opportunity. To- oh my gosh, thank thank you, and I know that all of our listeners are
0: thanking you as well. So, until we speak again, bye for now. So often when I finish recording one of these conversations, I'm kind of overwhelmed at the level of potential impact. I mean, think about it. What if you take one thing? that was a new awareness for you today and you share that with someone on your team or in your family? Or what if you implement one strategy the next time you interact with your boss or your spouse? And then what if they share it with someone? It's a fabulous possibility to consider. So along with all the thoughts that I have spinning in my head from what Laura shared, I also have some questions that you might wanna consider. So here's the first one. How are you investing your time so that you're improving how you show up in life? Are you watching TV or are you reading As a Man Thinketh by James Allen? I'm kind of thinking I may need to do an entire show about the kernels of wisdom that I have learned from that book. Here's another one for you. What transformation would you like to see in your team, your family, or even in yourself? Or how about a scale of one to 10 where one is awful and 10 is awesome. How adventurously are you living right now? What's a small way you can go from hot chocolate to mango juice in your life? And how might I improve things? As you begin to think about questions like that, and then you answer them, and then you take action on what you've thought, you're moving forward on your growth journey. Something I heard recently about how to really uplevel your growth is that while learning something's great the massive increase in growth happens when you're sharing it with others. So this week, when you share this podcast with someone, I encourage you, follow up with them and talk about it. Find out what stood out to them and then determine together what you're going to apply from this. Thank you so much for listening today. I know you have a lot of ways that you could spend your time and it matters to me that you would choose to do this. I would love it if you could take a minute and rate and write a review. And hey, if you're listening on Apple, that is as simple as searching for the Growing With Amy podcast, scrolling down past all the current episodes that are listed, and that's where you'll see the ratings and reviews. You can click see all, where you can rate and write a review. So I'm sharing this because I've had people tell me that, hey, Amy, I really wanna rate and write the review, but I can't figure out how to do it. So if you listen on Apple, I hope that helps. I'll be back next week with another growth story. And until then, I am adventurously yours, growing on purpose. Here's your great big woohoo for completing another episode of the Growing with Amy podcast. I want to encourage you let something you heard nudge something you'll do. And until next time, remember to be going somewhere, you've got to be growing somewhere. Bye for now.